2024 has not even begun yet, and it does seem like the presidential race is effectively frozen in place, if not over. We know who the candidates are. It's too late for another to get in. Some have already dropped out. But is it too late? Is there anyone in this country of 350 million people who could jump in at this late date and re-scramble the calculus of electoral politics? Well, there may be someone. And in fact, you already know him. You know his face. And the question is, will he get in this cycle? And that's my question for you. Well, that's really a decision for the people, Tucker. It's not something that I really think about or want to do. And Merry Christmas to you, too. But I've always believed that nothing should be off the table in life or in art. I think we could both agree that we need to get some adults back in the room. So if that means taking on the chief executive role, well, that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make for this great nation. Adults in the room. I love it. I could see there's a bumper sticker. Is that your campaign slogan? Well, that's not a bad idea. Look, I think first our country needs to stop apologizing and stiffen up. I mean, look, we've got so many people running around with so many different issues like gun control, important issue. But let's be honest. The truth is more people are killed by online trolls every day. That may be true, actually, but then they're protected by the First Amendment. They can say whatever they want. You believe in the First Amendment, I assume. Of course I do. Look, people spewing ridiculous ideas is nothing new, and they should always have that right. But the problem is, somewhere along the way, we started listening. And we should remember the salient words of Benjamin Franklin, who said, do not believe anything of what you hear and only half of what you see. And he wasn't telling people to stop talking. He was telling us to stop listening. So let's stop blaming bots and college kids and start telling leaders what leadership really means. I love it. But how do you do that? Well, this country is mired in so much contradiction and confusion, we don't even know how we can help anyone anymore because we can't agree who needs help. I mean, what doesn't come with a trigger warning these days? I mean, Tucker, we are far too close to having a beanbag chair in the Oval Office. We coddle to everybody. Okay, you think you're a rabbit, that's fine. But let me tell you something. You sure as hell aren't going to see someone walking through my White House in bunny ears and a tail unless it's Easter. Well, amen. But how do you think we got here in the first place? Fear. Fear, and then some more fear. That's been the consistent theme, fear. And that's why I'm going to keep saying we need to get some adults back in the room. Sounds like you're running. If you did run, I assume it would be as an independent. Well, I've always been independent my whole life, no matter what my party affiliation, even though at the moment I don't quite recognize my old party. So at what point would you get in if you did? Well, I think there's time. I've never been afraid to show up a little late for the dance. But lots of people want to be president. What would you specifically bring that others aren't? Well, I think I have a long and very solid relationship with the public. And that's a bond that has never been broken. I mean, I've almost felt like I can talk to them directly. Well, I mean, you do talk to them. Every Christmas you give a statement. It is Christmas Eve. What is your statement specifically this year? You know, Tucker, I think it's just good enough to sip some eggnog and decorate the tree and listen to White Christmas and embrace all the things that make this such a special day. The truth is, I love nothing better on this day than to do a line of blow, drink a whiskey and Coke, hit a reindeer with my car, and wish you all the naughtiest Christmas ever. You know, you and I have something in common, actually. Oh, yes, we both got canned by our network. True! But they actually tried to kill you. Yes, but here we are, Tucker, bigger than ever. So looking back on all the drama, do you think that legacy media played a role in what happened to you? Look, I think they're trying to do their best to stay relevant. Look, platforms like X, 
I mean, you move information around so quick that everybody else is just playing catch up. Legacy media's diligence has turned out to be they just cut and paste what some trusted outlet does. I mean, look, this will be a good example. Watch how they report on this conversation. There'll be one or two headlines that get repeated over and over and over. I think actually if Legacy Media wants to survive, they're going to have to start slowing down. That's smart. I agree with that. By the way, do you watch Netflix anymore? Probably as much as you watch Fox. Fair. <laughs> so that doesn't mean that you're gone, though, from Netflix. I don't, I don't even know if you're aware of this, but every time a person pulls up the Netflix app, you're there in some way. Have you seen this? Yes, you know what that is? Boom, boom. So it is bizarre that they decided to publicly cut ties with me on allegations alone, allegations that have now been proven false, because I don't think there's any question. Netflix exists because of me. I put them on the map and they tried to put me in the ground. Do, do you think within Netflix and the leadership suites that your influence is still felt? Well, according to your research, my influence is felt every time every customer opens the app. I'd say that's pretty powerful. Oh, that's true. When are you getting back to work, by the way? Oh, I've been back at work from the moment we started talking, Tucker. So does that mean this is like an episode or is it real? Well, it's probably a little of both. I mean, Tucker, what's true, what's false? What's life, what's art? What's real, what's performance? I love it when these things intersect because then it gets interesting. What role do you see yourself playing going forward? I will play whatever role the public wants me to play. And what about you, Tucker? What role do you want to play? I mean, if I run, I'm going to need a vice president. I'll sleep on it. Um, but, I mean, people have already gotten out of the race. People have dropped out already. Have you thought, what do you think of those? Well, you know, it's a little bit like jumping in the jacuzzi with a boner. You know it ain't going to last forever. So I wasn't surprised when Mike, a little too pensive, jumped out right away. I wasn't either. <laughs> but what about the candidates who are still in? Well, I like Vivek, Drain the Ramaswamy, and uh, Nikki Haley is tough. She's no doubt learned a thing or two by watching me. <laughs> but I think in the end, we need someone in the White House who's not afraid like me, not afraid to push our country or a journalist in the right direction if it comes to that. I sure appreciate your coming on. It was great to see you. Thank you. Well, thank you, Tucker. I only showed up because I was told I would get to be on X. Not the drug, not the platform. I was curious as to what Tucker on X might be like. I have never tried that. Well, you wouldn't be the first guy to tell me you'd never tried that before. <laughs>